It's Philosophy Talk. Right now we're going back to the Olympic Stadium for the closing minutes of the Philosophy Final and I understand that there's still no score. The Greeks were really under something, weren't they? Sports are serious philosophical business. Plato's in goal, Socrates a front-runner there, and Aristotle as sweeper. Aristotle very much the man in form. Being an athlete means cultivating virtues of loyalty, collaboration, and discipline. It also means cultivating feelings of rivalry, tribalism, and obsession. Socrates is there! Socrates is in! Socrates has scored! The Greeks are going mad! The Greeks are going mad! Socrates scores! The beautiful cross mark of Egypt, the Germans are disputing it! Hegel is arguing that the reality is merely an a priori adjunct of non-naturalistic ethics. Kant, by the categorical imperative, is holding that ontologically exists only in the imagination, and Marx is claiming it was offside. Our guest is Heather Reed from Morningside College, author of The Philosophical Athlete, The Athlete as Philosopher, coming up on Philosophy Talk. Do sports cultivate virtues like discipline, self-knowledge, and wisdom? Or do they just cultivate vices like aggression, greed, and brutality? Are athletics a way to find ourselves or just a way to lose ourselves? Welcome to Philosophy Talk, the program that questions everything. Except your intelligence. I'm Josh Landy. And I'm Ken Taylor. We're here at the studios of KALW San Francisco. Continuing conversations that begin at Philosopher's Corner on the Stanford campus, where Ken teaches philosophy and I direct the Philosophy and Literature Initiative. And today we're thinking about the athlete as philosopher. Philosopher. I mean, look, Ken, I, I love watching Liverpool on the telly as much as the next person. I have a great time kicking the ball around once a week, but I don't see how that's going to make me a better thinker. Well, Josh, that's because you're thinking in two contemporary terms. I mean, think about the ancients, like the ancient martial arts tradition of the East. Or think about the ancient Greeks and like, like Plato. What about them? Well, they thought philosophy was not just a set of ideas, but it was a way of life. And they also thought that athletic training helps you live and engage in that way of life. Well, because it makes us stronger, fitter, healthier, that's the kind of thing. I, so, yeah, no. what's philosophical no, about that? No, no, no Josh, you're, you're missing the point. I mean, it's much more than about health of the body. I mean, think about sports and what they do. They make us more disciplined, better equipped to deal with failure. Uh, sports instills habits of like focus and determination in us. It, it turns us into team players, and it gets us to value fairness. What's that? You Brits have a phrase about fairness. What's that? Oh, oh you mean that's not cricket? Right, right. That's all about if you if it's not cricket, it's not fair, right? So yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, I just think you're moving way too fast, Ken. I mean, look, I'm not even convinced yet that being an athlete's entirely good, even for your health. Oh come on, what do you mean by that? Of well, course, of course. I mean, look, exercise is great, right? But once you start getting involved in competition. You know, things can easily go too far, and pretty soon you're doing lifelong damage to your body. Well, that that is true. I mean, Earl Campbell, great running back, can't even walk now. And I, I wrestled through college, and I had five knee injuries in a, five years in a row. So, yeah, there is that. But there's a downside. There's a yeah, downside to everything. Right, and, and that's not even to mention the brain injuries that young people are getting from playing American football. What's that expression from Friday Night Lights? A, a clear eyes, full heart, smashed heads? No, that's not the phrase. No, no, that's not cricket. You're cheating. That wasn't the quote at all. And besides, besides, you're ignoring the really good stuff that I was talking about earlier. 
discipline, fairness, teamwork. What about that? Yeah, look, uh, that's absolutely true. I, I grant you. Know, I'm just saying that for every benefit of athletics, you know, there's a corresponding downside. I mean, think about that collaboration with your teammates. Good, yes, but tends to go along with despising the players and fans of the other team. <laughs> right? And and that fairness? Yeah. But haven't you heard about, you know, steroid taking baseball players, diving soccer players? Oh, oh, and ball deflating quarterbacks? Okay. I, I heard about all those things. I have not been living in a sports <laughs> cave. But, and I grant you, sports aren't perfect. But, you know, nothing human is perfect. And great things are still possible, even within imperfect institutions. And, you know, we haven't even really talked about the real, the greatest benefit of all. What's the that? greatest philosophical benefit. Well, every time you train, every time you play, every time you get on the field, sports teaches you something. It teaches you something about yourself, about your limits, about your potential. Sports are nothing short, Josh, of like what, a confrontation with the self. That's profound. Okay, that sounds like philosophy. I totally grant you that. But wouldn't you admit, Ken, that this this school of self-knowledge doesn't always entirely do its work? I mean, you know, what about that guy, that racist guy, John Rocker? What about that not-so-entirely-well-intentioned Tonya Harding? Oh, you mean the misunderstood Tonya oh. Look, Look, Josh, for every Tonya Harding, there's a Serena Williams. For every John Rocker, but there's a, a, Le- a LeBron James. And look, look, LeBron and Serena, they were both poor, underprivileged kids when they started out. And look at the amazing adults they've become today. They're great role models. They're socially engaged. And they're amazing athletes. And you know, athletics help them become who they are. Yeah, you know, I, I, I grant you that. I, th- I think you're absolutely right. So then you have to concede, too, that uh, athletics is not just good for the individual. It can also help to make the world a better place. Can you, know, you clearly see sports through road? tinted spectacles. Yeah, Josh, but you see them through Pete Rose tinted uh-huh. spectacles. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> definitely not cricket. <laughs> I'm not saying that sports are all bad. I'm I'm just saying they're not all good. Well, I agree with you. They are nothing human is all good. And to help us sort out the good from the bad, we sent our roving philosophical reporter Liza Veal to find out what popular culture has to tell us about the value of sports. She files this report. Being perfect is not about that scoreboard out there. In Friday Night Lights, the camera pans from Coach Gary Gaines to the players listening to him in the locker room with that stifled, vein-popping, furious look that means a teenage boy is having an emotion. Being perfect is about being able to look your friends in the eye and know that you didn't let them down because you told them the truth. And that truth is, is that you did everything that you could. There wasn't one more thing that you could have done. If you can do that, gentlemen, then you're perfect. According to this character and a zillion other locker room dramatizations, sports are not about winning. They're about something other than what they appear to be about. This is why you have to get philosophical, like Bruce Lee. Empty your mind. Be formless shapeless, like water. In martial arts traditions, sports are really just exercises that teach us how to master ourselves in order to better approach life. Now you put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You put it in a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Now water can flow or it can crash. Be water, my friend. 
I won't try to summarize the philosophies behind martial arts. Show me wax on, wax off. But in The Karate Kid, they have to do with hard work and patience in the face of life's mysteries and your own rookie incompetence. Show me pin to fence. Pace! Pace! This! This! Trusting that waxing your instructor's car and painting his house will pay off if he says it will. Compare that to the way the coach in Any Given Sunday, played by Al Pacino, talks to his players. I pissed away all my money, believe it or not. I chased off anyone who's ever loved me. And lately, I can't even stand the face I see in America. Here, sports are about redemption. The idea that no one's perfect, but what matters is making the most of a second chance. Life's this game of inches. So is football. Because in either game, life or football, the margin for error is so small. I mean, one half a step too late or too early, and you don't quite make it. One half second too slow, too fast, you don't quite catch it. The inches we need are everywhere around us. In team sports, redemption is crucially about making it up to your comrades. The ultimate idea is that the most meaningful achievements are the ones that take a whole team. Either we heal now as a team, or we will die as individuals. But not all athletes think of sport as a metaphor or an exercise that teaches us about life. The wire is a safe place for me to be. Uh, the street is not, life is not. This is Philippe Petit, the gymnast famous for walking a wire strung up between the World Trade Center towers. It's a rigorous and uh, simple path. It's straight. Uh, there are no bad guys, no politicians, no representative of authorities. Uh, for Petit, sports are a way to transcend. There is no life. There is something much more supreme than life. There is carrying one's life across. It's, a, it's the most beautiful profession in the world. Not because transcending is easier than real life, but because in sport, the struggle and the risk are on your own terms. You can take life into your own hands. For Philosophy Talk, I'm Liza Beal. To hear the rest of this program, head over to philosophytalk.org. Thank you for listening. And thank you for thinking.